with temperatures dropping back into the low 80s. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has our weather details in about 15 minutes. Also up before 6 o'clock, we're going to recognize a farm family in Crawford County that does a very good job managing their energy. Focus on energy, our guest this morning before 6. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. You know, a building is just that, a building, but what happens inside can be magic, and that's what's happening at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine on the UW-Madison campus. Tyler Mack is a Pennsylvania native that chose the UW School of Veterinary Medicine for the relationships he could forge with those professors. You kind of get the opportunity at the University of Wisconsin to really, like, pick the minds of all these brilliant people. For me, for example, when I would go on externships during the summers or go to places and I would see different things, I could bring back what I saw and talk to them about that, get their opinions on the matter. As some of the professors used to say, these are tools for your toolbox. Tyler Mack is now a graduate of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine and has decided to practice in Wisconsin. But the school needs more space for incoming freshmen. Find out about their expansion project, how you can write a letter, send an email, or pick up the phone in support of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine online. Animals need heroes to too.com. Ooh, we think about this heat and how we muster up under it, uh, thinking about the livestock we have to take care of. What about the crops? Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. We call it the banana belt in the winter. Uh, it's feeling like a banana belt this morning. But I'll tell you what, Bob, you do have to beg the question. It's not just about corn, soybeans, or alfalfa. We've got a lot of specialty crops in Wisconsin, and it makes you wonder what we're going to have to enjoy by this fall with all this heat. Well, you know, Pam, it's been a surprising year for some of those crops. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And the strawberry picking season is uh, about wrapping up and has wrapped up in the last week or so. But the berries were big and plentiful. Blueberries coming on. Apples, of course, are a ways away. But still, looks like a pretty decent crop in the apple orchards, too. Our Scott Schultz had a chance to attend a recent field day of the Wisconsin apple growers in the uh, Chippewa Falls area. Michael Mosher from the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection was there. He's an outreach and compliance specialist talking about food safety in the orchards, in the pick-your-own patches. Yes, it's very important. He talked to the apple growers about providing information on food safety and proper food handling techniques as far as the regulations in Wisconsin are concerned. Scott had a chance to ask Michael Mosier about what people can do to make sure that when they're at these pick-your-own operations, you're dealing with food safety. Well, it's just like your, uh, your, your grandmother used to say, yeah, wash your hands. I mean, there's so many, you know, one, the best thing you can do, anybody can do, is just wash their hands. That's the biggest tool that you got in your toolbox for produce safety. Because so much bacteria is transferred from your hands to your food. So a lot of produce comes straight from the garden and goes right to your plate. You know, your, your tomatoes, your lettuce, your, your apples. So if you have any kind of contamination on your hands, as soon as you touch that produce, 
it's now in the produce. And when you eat it, now it's inside you. So one of the best things you can do is just simply wash your hands before and after you handle produce. When we talk about handling produce, in some senses we're working harder to get people back to local, to get people back to the land. And we're at an apple growing facility by Chippewa Falls. We're seeing more of these operations. It's got to be a little bit more of a concern to keep that information out there. Well, yes and no. Um, There's a lot of awareness about it right now. Um, The Food Safety Modernization Act was signed into law uh, quite some time ago under President Obama's administration, but it only came into effect this year. Now, what is now we're here to talk about is the produce safety rule. That's one of the uh, one of the parts, the provisions of the produce safety, uh, the Food Safety Modernization Act. We're actually going to start inspecting some of the larger farms, the produce growers, this year. Um, and then we'll start inspecting the smaller farms the next year and then the rest of the farms a year after that. Uh, it doesn't affect everybody. Uh, so it's, if you're just growing produce in your backyard for your own personal consumption, don't worry, you're not going to have someone from DACAB knocking on your door. But if you're selling uh, to a wholesaler or uh, you have a large operation, uh, then, yes, you, you know, there are parts of the produce safety rule that are going to impact your business. So we've been reaching out to the growers over the last two years, uh, letting them know what their obligations are under the produce safety rule and uh, the steps they can take to improve the food safety operations on their farm. And it's all common sense stuff. I mean, this is stuff that your grandma has been telling you to do for, you know, for as long as you can remember. You can't eliminate hazards on the farm, and the produce safety rule doesn't ask people to eliminate hazards, but it definitely wants you to do uh, take steps to reduce hazards as much as possible. So we've been teaching growers or telling growers the things that they can do on their farms to reduce the hazards as much as possible. One of the first things they do is they can actually take a grower training class. Uh, we offer these in the winter where you'll learn some of the basics of uh, food safety and how you can apply those to your own personal operations. Uh, another thing you do if you have an operation where you're selling produce uh, is you can uh, sign up for an on-farm readiness review where actually uh, a team of assessors will come out to your farm, look at your operation, and give you an idea of how you stack up against the produce safety rule, if there's any changes you might need to make in your operation in order to comply with the regulations. Uh, Other than that, the uh, University of Wisconsin Extension uh, folks are trained on produce safety, Uh, so if you need any kind of technical assistance, you can always reach out to them to learn some more about uh, changes that you can make and how to make those changes on the farm. And again, you can always reach out to uh, DACAP, you know, look up our website, safeproduce.wi.gov is our website. Uh, we have all kinds of information about the produce safety rule and the grower training classes and the on-farm interviews, or you can give us a call. Inspections. The word, the very word, makes a lot of people nervous. But as you've pointed out, uh, it's as much outreach as anything, and uh, what, what, some, what are some of the things you'll look for during those inspections? What will be looked at? Well, the, um, like again, the inspections begin this, this year. Uh, we have, currently we have uh, three uh, inspectors trained to actually conduct inspections. Um, some of the things we'll be looking for, obviously, uh, is uh, water, how water is delivered. Um, we also look at uh, employee training. If you have people working for you, um, that's a big aspect of the produce safety is making sure that your employees are properly trained. They know how to, they know how to, you know, how to wash their hands and when to wash their hands. They know how to recognize when uh, produce has been contaminated and not uh, harvested. 
Um, so we will be looking at um, how your employees are trained and you know whether or not you're keeping records of their training. Uh, another big thing that um, we've been finding during some of our um, on-farm race reviews is that uh, documentation. Um, of course, with any regulation, they want to see documentation of certain activities being done. So we're seeing a lot of people aren't uh, aren't keeping records of like you know when they wash or sanitize any uh, food contact equipment and that's a requirement of the rule again it's it's minor stuff um, during inspection as long as we don't see something that's going to make someone sick uh, we're just going to be letting the grower know like okay these are the things you should be working on and that's probably the extent of it it's uh we're taking an education before legislation approach we're definitely trying to train our growers as much as possible to help them uh, get in compliance with the produce safety rules. So uh, I know there's a lot of apprehension about inspections and, and how they're going to be rolled out. Um, there are a lot of things that growers can do to help overcome these apprehensions. Um, we're going to have a live demonstration at on-farm readiness, uh, readiness review here at the uh, uh, Bushel and Peck uh, Orchard. We're also going to be doing a mock inspection at the uh, Hancock uh, Agriculture Research Facility next month. So if you want to see what an actual inspection is going to look like, you can come out there and just, just you know, witness it and ask questions. You mentioned washing hands, something so simple. And when somebody comes out for the inspection, my first reaction is, well, we're growing apples out in a field. Trees are outside. We don't have pipes. We don't have running water out there. We don't have facilities for this. I think you have messages maybe in your back pocket that things can be fairly simple looking. Absolutely. In fact, uh, we have a on hand a uh, hand washing station that we built for uh, about 20 bucks with just some scrap lumber and uh, it's got a five gallon jug and a bucket to collect the wastewater some paper towels for drying the hands and some just regular uh, hand soap that's something that's really easy to put together and you can take out anywhere it's you know not not too burdensome uh, and it gives everybody the opportunity so if they are out in the field they are picking apples and they take a little break and they sit down they they have a little snack or they drink some water well according to the pro safety rule you should wash your hands before you go back to picking apples well you have a little hand washing station like that no problem you can you know wash your hands and get back to work also if you have to use the facilities you know obviously you want to wash your hands after using the bathroom before going to pick produce and uh Something as simple as this you know, little hand-washing station that we built you know, would sat more than satisfy the uh, requirements under the pro-safety rule. Some of the things are more controllable than others. Some things are taken up by the vegetable, animal waste, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Where are we with protocol on that, on, on watching food safety where that stuff is concerned? Well, the pro-safety rule recognizes there are things that are within the grower's control and things that are far outside the grower's control. So all we ask is that if you can control something, that you do so. Um, you can train your employees not to harvest food that's visibly contaminated. Uh, prior to harvest, you can go inspect your fields and look for signs of animal intrusion. And then, you know, make sure that your employees know, like, don't pick the, don't pick the tomatoes over there because there's some deer droppings. Um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of the times, uh, some of our Amish growers, of course, they use animals uh, to harvest. And uh, having a large horse in your field can... You know, situations can arise. All right, so we train them like, well, something like that does happen. Again, you set up a little perimeter or you get a bucket or you, you know, you do something. But just make sure that any produce that could potentially have been contaminated, 
You just don't harvest it. Um, so there are all kinds of th- simple things that can be done, and you know, again, that's through training and just making, uh, you know, making the effort to make changes that'll improve food safety. Composting. How about composting? Does uh, that improve safety down the road, or is the are are there is there are the juries still out on some of those kinds of things on in the rules where? say composting and composting regulations and what should be applied to a field and shouldn't be applied to a field are concerned? Well, there certainly is. Um, If you're going to use, uh, well, there's two types of compost. You have treated compost and untreated compost. Treated, of course, has been, it's gone through a scientific method where um, the live bacteria has been basically rendered uh, neutral, you know, either through heat or, you know, pasteurization or different kinds of techniques. If a grower is going to self-compost, they're going to have to keep records of the methods that they use, and that has to be an inspectable item. Otherwise, they can purchase compost, treated compost from a reliable vendor and keep the records, uh, you know, for inspection. But if they're going to use untreated compost, that's fine. There's nothing the rule says you can't do that. Um, You just have to be careful how it's applied. You don't want to apply untreated compost in a manner that comes in contact with the edible portion of any produce. Uh, as long as they follow those uh, common sense practices, uh, they shouldn't have any problem uh, using uh, uh, soil amendments on their farm. You mentioned before that we could contact DATCAP. If somebody does want to get a hold of you folks at DATCAP for, for information and the schedules of some of these programs that you have coming up, these information programs, how do we reach you? Well, you know, um, you can always call us directly at 608-224-4511, or you can send an, e- an email at uh, safeproduce at wisconsin.gov. You can also visit our website, uh, safeproduce.wisconsin.gov. We have a lot of information. Any method you want to use, reach out to us. We're always glad to answer any questions people have. We take calls every day uh, from growers. We're more than happy to help. That's Mike Mosier, Outreach and Compliance Specialist in Produce Safety with the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection on the northern end of the world's longest barn. I'm Scott Schultz. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Shopping at Rogan Shoes is fun. Shop great name brands and get the second pair for half price. If you don't need a second pair at the time of your purchase, just bring in your receipt at a later date to receive your discount. Rogan Shoes, Madison East and West in Janesville and Beloit. Equal value or less, some exclusions may apply. See complete details at a store near you. Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. I-39 Supply, your weekend warrior warehouse. Have a college student? Make moving easy with one of our enclosed trailers. You don't have to move them home, just move them somewhere. Trailers and more, 
i39supply.com. When you give a little, you help a lot. Volunteering a couple hours at St. Vincent de Paul's Food Pantry can go a long way in strengthening our community. It's a perfect opportunity to get out of the house, make new friends, and help your neighbors in need. You choose the flexible shift to stock the shelves or host shoppers. Shifts are only two hours long. When you give a little, you help a lot at St. Vincent de Paul. To learn more about becoming a St. Vinny's volunteer, visit svdpmadison.org. She milks that babe thing for all it's worth. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Sounds like they picked up about seven-tenths of an inch of rain in North Fond du Lac. Thank you, Dell, for the phone call this morning. The skies opened up here in Madison about an hour ago, Stumach, Ag Meteorologist. Uh, I guess this is about as good as it's going to get, which is alarming considering Fond du Lac and Oshkosh are already at 80 degrees. Yeah, we've got an excessive heat warning in store today. It starts in the east here at 10 a.m. It's already started in the west, runs till 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. In that time, daytime highs well up into the 90s and humidity will push that heat index up to 100 and above. And, of course, there is some rainfall ending this morning in the east. We'll see it again a little later tonight or on toward later tomorrow. The heat will break. We start to cool slowly through Saturday. We'll notice it for Sunday. And I'll have the forecast details right after There's this. generations of farm pride at Walter Grain Farms in Johnson Creek. The Walter family is inviting you to attend Wisconsin Farm Technology Days taking place July 23rd through the 25th. And get this, on July 24th, there's going to be a block party featuring Charlie Barron's from the Manitowoc Minute, which means extended show hours until 7 p.m. You'll also get a taste of Jefferson County as the event is complete with food and beverages. And on top of that, there's free parking and kids 12 and under get into the event for free. Get all the Farm Tech Days info you could possibly want at wifarmtechnologydays.com slash Jefferson. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. And as a cooperative, our member owners understand this firsthand through benefits like our patronage program, which gives profits back to member owners. This year, Compere Financial is paying out more than $150 million to our member owners. Learn more at Compeer.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. Alrighty, Stu, let's have that forecast for the weekend. It does sound like it breaks for Farm Tech Days next week. It does improve nicely, yes. The excessive heat warning, though, today running till 7 p.m. tomorrow. Now we do talk about partly sunny skies today, scattered showers and thunderstorms, east central and southeast Wisconsin ending in the next several hours. Partly sunny and warm, mid-90s. The heat index, 105 or above. It is going to be a really tough day. Southwest winds about 5 to 10. Partly cloudy, a little scattered shower chance possible late in the night. We drop to 76. Southwest winds at 5 to 10. Mostly sunny Saturday, not as hot. But an afternoon shower or thunderstorm could pop up. Mid-upper 80s, southwest winds at 5 to 10. A little rain chance early Sunday, more likely partly sunny. How about this one? Mid-70s on Sunday, Pam. North winds at 5. I expect those 70s next week for Farm Technology Days. Man, it's going to feel like it's air-conditioned. Absolutely. Good thing that the heat's going to break on Sunday for those folks that still have to truck livestock from the fair home. That should hopefully make it a little easier on them. They're still really stressed, so just be really careful. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks. We'll catch up with you Monday. See you then. 
Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, with the weather details you're looking for. And if I take a look across the state, lacrosse here starting off this morning, you got a little light rain, 73. Mauston, partly cloudy and 72. Fond Lac this morning, you've got a rain shower in 79. Oshkosh, light rain in 79. Madison, a thunderstorm. We're sitting at 72 degrees. Using a lot of energy to keep these animals comfortable. Talking about it with Focus on Energy after 530. This is the Farm Report. There is no reason to be intimidated by words like gold, diamonds, jewels. No reason at all, especially when you stop into Goodman's Jewelers, 220 State Street. Same location they've been at for over 85 years because they haven't been in business that long by intimidating people. They've been in that business by having beautiful pieces at all price points, whether it be an engagement ring, a wedding band, a pendant, maybe even a necklace, birthday, anniversaries. So many different occasions to give such beautiful jewelry that is very affordable. And of course, they've got the the bling bling, the shine and diamonds, but they also have a great selection of other exotic gemstones and a lot of the cuts that are super hot these days. They may have that traditional feel, that traditional customer service, but they also have the new modern looks of today. Stop in and take a look at their jewelry case. Talk to the staff. Find out what it is that they have and what it is that they can create. Go online, goodmansjewelers.com. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. When I see someone in their 30s, I get excited to show them all of the great non-surgical skincare treatments. While a few 30-somethings may be seeing fine lines or age spots, many younger people are not. This is the perfect age to start thinking about your skin health. Certain procedures such as broadband light therapy can repair and restore your skin before it starts showing things such as wrinkles or brown spots. Treatments such as Botox can prevent deep wrinkles from setting in. By starting now, you'll continue to look fresh and youthful while everyone else gets older. To learn more, visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie for natural, long-lasting confidence and beauty. Let your natural beauty shine through. Find us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. It's Reba McClone for the Midwest Farm Report. Be sure to listen to our Wisconsin Farm Technology Days reporting July 23rd through the 25th from Pam Yonke, Josh Scramlin, and myself. See the ZR5-1200 self-propelled baler at the Vermeer Corporation and Yes JCB booth at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days or visit vermeer.com to learn more. And thanks to Focus on Energy. Learn all about the Focus on Energy cash incentives to grow your agribusinesses, energy efficiencies, and save you money. Bent spoons, jewelry, Legos. Over the years, your friends at Benjamin Plumbing have found all sorts of items that can obstruct a garbage disposal. Hey, it's an everyday common occurrence. When your pulverizing garbage disposal comes to a grinding halt, Benjamin Plumbing will dispatch one of their capable service techs to check things out. It could be an interesting discovery, or it could be your old garbage disposal has simply seen its last day. And not to worry. The majority of Benjamin Plumbing's residential repairs are more affordable than you might think. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Grumpy Garbage Disposal? Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. 
I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Wisconsin did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Our initial research in the cannabis world started in 1978 when my father and I started the American Cannabis Society. Our research carried on through all the decades, over 40 years, to bring us the valuable information that we bring forth about CBD and its huge benefits to everyone at this point. Green RX for CBD knowledge, information, and products. Leon Road and GreenRxMadison.com, your complete CBD resource. You expect with Lafleur knowing it's a meaningless game, but at the end of the day, it's still a game. Uh, will he? Uh, will he play more this preseason? Yeah, yeah, I definitely. First of all, think he will. And, and, and B, Joe, I, I don't think it is meaningless this this particular offseason. I mean, there, there's a lot to this new offensive system to the scheme, even to the point where you know at the end of the offseason program, Rogers said, you know, I'm starting to feel pretty good about it, but boy, I, I've got a lot of work to do yet inside it. So this isn't. This isn't like August in, you know, 2014, 2017, something like that, Joe, where he, you know, he knows that playbook and he knows that offense probably better than almost any uh, you know, person inside the building, including maybe his own head coach. Um, it, it, it's substantially different now, and I think for him to be comfortable um, or as close to comfortable as possible heading down to Chicago, what, seven weeks from today, I guess, guys, isn't that crazy? Um, for the for the season opener, he's going to have to play a little bit more. Now, it, it, it's impossible almost for him to play less, and I guess we'll find out what more actually is down the road, Joe. Is, is, is that, you know, 30, 40 snaps in a game? I doubt it's that much. But, it, you know, the, uh, obviously he's not going to play in week four. None of the starters typically do, and, and you would never throw him out there without his number one offensive line. But you, know, you could see a quarter for the first three games or something like that, which is going to add up to probably 10 or 12 drives, and that's going to be a lot more than you've seen out of Aaron Rodgers the last handful of years, Joe. Well, visiting with our Packer insider, Rob Reichel, you know, one of the other questions or the theme of our questions yesterday, Rob, was, you know, with our listeners, a lot of people questions about the Packer offense, and, and certainly they're there, right? Who's the number two wide receiver? Will they truly run it more? What will the rodgers Lafleur dynamic look like? But I'm like, an Ebo actually, I think, brought this up first, was like, hello, have you seen the Packer defense the last three years? They've been ranked like 21st, 28th, 29th. Like, why are we so quick to dismiss? Was it just because we focus so much in the fantasy football world on offense? Like, yeah, I, I certainly have some questions about the Packer offense, but to me it's still about – what does this, you know, defense look like with all these free agents and draft picks? Like, I was just stunned that more people aren't on that side of it. Where do you weigh in on that? Well, Joe, I mean, it, it, it is shocking, but I, I think for the first time in probably back to the 2019 
2009, 2010 range, you, you probably have more star power um, on, on the defensive side of the football than you do offense. Um, I, I think they've got four or five guys, Joe, on that side of the ball that are legitimate Pro Bowl candidates. I think Kenny Clark breaks through this year and, and, and as a Pro Bowl. I, I, I'm huge on Zedarius Smith. I, I think he's going to be their breakout player. A lot of people are, are focusing on Jair Alexander, Joe, but I think Zedarius Smith's going to have 12 sacks and, and, and earn a spot in the Pro Bowl. So they are deep in that front seven. They haven't had um, a, a bevy, a glut of pass rushers like this. In, in quite some time. When you look at the two Smiths, Gary, the first-round draft pick, back row coming off a, a ten-and-a-half sack season. I mean, Joe, they've got a lot of bodies. They can, they can run in and out of there, keep guys fresh, and throw them at the quarterback. And then in the back end, Joe, I think I've talked about this on this show before. I just, I think it might not be this year, but I think Savage is going to turn in to a guy who's in four or five Pro Bowls. I, I think they hit a home run with that pick. Um, they clearly hit it with Jair Alexander a year ago. Then they've got steady guys around them um, with Amos and, and either Williams or King. King's the key, obviously, the King is staying healthy. But, but Joe, top to bottom, I, I think this should be a top 10 defense. I don't know that, that it will. We haven't seen the top 10 defense in Green Bay since 2010. So that, that, that's a huge hurdle to climb. But, but defensively, Joe, at, at, at least through the spring, at, at least through their offseason work, the defense was miles ahead of the offense. Uh, Rob, I got to ask you. Speaking of star power, a lot of pe- a lot of Packer fans think you can become a star. Do you see it happening for you know with Lafleur's new offense coming in and the running game getting a little more attention? That Aaron Jones could be the star uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Without without question, um, every fantasy draft I have, I hate to give away my strategy. He will he will be he will be an extremely high pick when when, when on, on my football team. As soon as I can get him, I will get him. Um, I, I'm a big believer he's going to play 16 games. He's in great shape. Uh, his body fat's 5.5%. It was 11.5% at this time last year. He, he's cut. He's strong. He's strong in that lower body, guys. I mean, the key for him is obviously avoiding injury. He's missed eight games in the first two seasons, uh, you know, with, with the injuries, a couple MCL-type deals. And, and if he this is the Farm Report with Pam Young. We have got dangerous heat advisories in effect. Basically, through the weekend, hopefully we're going to see this heat dissipate by the time that we get to Sunday afternoon. And the weather looks absolutely beautiful for Wisconsin Farm Technology Day is coming up next week. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. Just a couple quick items to point out to you this morning. On this date, back in 1903... The first Tour de France came to an end. Remember, that's an annual bike race that stretches out over multiple days. The first person to win the first ever Tour de France, Maurice Garin, on this date back in 1903. On this date back in 1900, one of the densest populations in the world saw their first metro, namely a subway. Where was it? Paris. And it happened during the World's Fair on this date back in 1900, and now you know. I'm P.M. Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. And I know that Reba talked about it a little bit yesterday, but we're going to have to take care of ourselves, our neighbors, the elderly, and our animals when it comes to this excessive heat in store for today. I mentioned that I'm going to be at the Dane County Fair this afternoon and this evening. 
with their youth livestock auction. We've got the Farm Bay Boogie Tractor Parade tomorrow. But we're not alone when it comes to concern about those livestock animals and those feathered friends that we've got on display at the county fairs. Remember, Green County, Fond du Lac County, Marquette County, Dane County Fairs all underway. Bernie O'Rourke, our University Extension 4-H Youth Livestock Specialist, says that the kids, the families, the uh, folks around the fair really have to concentrate on paying attention to these animals and watching for signs of stress. Make sure they have all the opportunity to get to water that they can. Make sure their water buckets are full all the time. At the fair, provide as much space as you can for the animals in the pen. Um, if you need to sacrifice the, the, the blessed tax space, but we also need to make sure we have lots of room for all the animals to spread out. So those would be a couple of really big things. Um, have fans available and make sure the air is moving over the animals as best you can. That's our girl, Bernie O'Rourke. She'll be out there with them trying to take care of those animals, those uh, bunnies, those chickens, to make sure that everybody has a successful fair. She's our University Extension 4-H Youth Livestock Specialist. You know, this weather is good for one crop, pumpkins. That's according to John Eichster from Eichster Farm Market in Stoughton. He says right now his pumpkin patch in this weather looks beautiful. My pumpkin patch. So far they look beautiful. I have about 25 acres of pumpkins and uh, I pick new ground every year. It's very important for pumpkin growing to have ground that's never had pumpkins before. So I try to rent new ground each year or switch on the farm, whatever I have to do to have new virgin soil for pumpkins. I find that that makes all the difference in the world. Certain diseases and pumpkins will stay in the ground, so you like to really rotate your pumpkins on fresh ground. And my crop looks wonderful at this point. John Eichster from Eichster Farm Market down in Stoughton. So there's challenges for some, opportunities for others when it comes to this hot, sticky weather. It's 539. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local Wisconsin-based insurance company that also protects thousands of other Wisconsin businesses? There's a local rural mutual insurance agent office near you, and premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Rural mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Listen, did you ever feel like you could actually see your grass growing? Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here from her buddies at McFarland's right there in the heart of Sog City, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12. I tell you what, I found out that grass can actually grow two to six inches a week at this time of the year. And with that kind of work coming your way, you need to make sure that mower is up to speed. My buddies at McFarland's ready to help you out. Remember, they carry all of the brands that you're looking for. They've got the Simplicity. They've got the Kubotas. Whatever the size yard you're dealing with, they're ready to help you out. And don't forget, it's not just about the sale. It's about the service. So if you've been in there with McFarland's for the past couple of years, you need the blades tightened up, you need some belts taken care of, maybe just an oil change or a tune-up, they are ready to take care of you. And remember, it's all with a smile because they're your neighbors. 780 Carolina Street right there in the heart of Sauk City, my friends at McFarland's. You know, on days like this, it not only requires a lot of human energy, but it requires a lot of electrical energy to keep our animals comfortable keep our farms running smoothly. In just a moment, I'm going to introduce you to one of the 2019 
Energy Efficiency Excellence Award winners. Fourth generation organic dairy, Langmeyer Dairy over in Crawford County, picked up that award. That farm just recently decided to make a little bit of a change well, probably a radical change on their farm. They still are doing organic dairy, but they diversified into organic Brussels sprout production as well. We're going to hear that story on our Focus on Energy update in just a moment. Well, you know, we're not getting much of an update on what's happening in Washington, D.C. with the labeling issue. All of those non-dairy beverages that are in the grocery store right next to milk, they're not milk, but they're using the phrase milk. Chris Galen with the National Milk Producers Federation was with Josh and I at the Dairy Experience Forum in St. Paul yesterday, and he says the really difficult part is we're not getting any action primarily because of changes within FDA. Well, we thought that we had momentum starting about this time last year because the FDA commissioner admitted they were not enforcing the standards and said he wanted to do something about it. Unfortunately, after he opened the comment period last winter, he then resigned. There is an acting FDA commissioner, but as far as we know, no plans to make anyone a permanent head of FDA. So part of the frustration is not just with what has not happened here in the past few years. It's the current situation, which is you don't have anyone with the full authority of a permanent FDA commissioner making decisions. And I think that's just one more complicating factor behind why we're still having this conversation about why FDA hasn't been doing anything. Chris Galen with the National Milk Producers Federation says despite the frustration as far as staffing, they will continue to bring the message that milk is milk and that that label must be protected. Markets in overnight electronic trade right now. December corns up three cents, four thirty-two and three quarters. November beans up five and a half at nine oh four and a half. September wheat four and a half cents higher right now at four ninety-eight a bushel. Barrel cheese yesterday was up a penny and a half at one seventy and a half. Forty-pound block cheese up a half at one seventy-eight. The double A butter finished the day yesterday down a half a cent, closed at two forty-one a pound. Fluid milk contracts are up about a nickel in overnight electronic trade. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Silver and gold shining forever. Diamonds and other exotic gemstones, some mined right here in the United States. Great prices, a helpful staff. Where can you find all of this? I'm telling you, Goodman's Jewelers. They've been in business for 85 years because they know how to treat their customers right. They've been a part of a lot of love stories in those 85 years, from engagement rings to wedding bands to necklaces, brooches. They even have officially licensed NCAA Bucky Badger. UW Jewelry. And if you've got a graduate who's maybe heading to UW, you may want to stop by Goodman's Jewelers to pick up that perfect gift. And they've got a gift for every occasion and someone to guide you along the way. Back in the day when I used to hear jewelry store, I thought there's nothing in there that I can afford. Stop in and talk to John and his staff and find out just how wrong we are. They've got some beautiful pieces at all price points. Their website, goodmansjewelers.com. Their location, 220 State Street. Same spot for those 85 years. Sure, you can do it yourself, but is it really worth it? Do-it-yourself plumbing is often no walk in the park, and you run the risk of leaks leading to water damage or the dangers of electrical problems or even gas leaks. It's also important your plumbing repairs meet current codes and standards. When you hire your friends from Benjamin Plumbing, you know it's fixed right, up to code, and guaranteed. The majority of Benjamin's residential plumbing repairs are more affordable than you think. Save your marriage, save your sanity, save your weekend. 
Before you roll up your sleeves and try it yourself, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. She knows which came first, the chicken or the egg. This is exciting news to me. It's time for the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Rolling towards 6 o'clock on this final Friday. Just want to remind you, I'll look forward to seeing you today at the Dane County Fair. I'll be your MC again this evening for the annual Dane County Youth Livestock Auction. The good news on that one, it takes place in the air-conditioned Alliant Energy Center, so please feel free to join us. And then tomorrow we'll see how the weather treats us. Farm Bay Boogie Tractor Parade back again tomorrow. want to remind all my tractor drivers, regardless of make, model, or color, we invite you to join us for the free Farm Bay Boogie Tractor Parade. Have your tractors in the back parking lot of the Alliant Energy Center Expo Hall ready to get started about 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. I'll make sure that you get into the Dane County Fair for free. We'll make sure that we buy you lunch, let you interact with the little kids that absolutely love those tractors, and then you'll be on your way. Farm Bay Boogie Tractor Parade beginning 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, back parking lot of the Alliant Energy Center grounds. Well, like I said, today we're looking at some excessive heat warnings for most of our listing area. That means our Wisconsin farmers are on their A-game when it comes to taking care of their livestock. But making sure those animals are cool and comfortable requires an awful lot of energy. Today is our Focus on Energy Friday. Taking a look at some of the energy savings programs available to all of Wisconsin agriculture, Wisconsin agribusiness. I'm happy to report that this year... The 2019 Energy Efficiency Excellence Awards have been presented, and some of it going to Wisconsin agriculture and farms that are focused in on saving energy, saving money. Fourth-generation family-owned farm in Seneca over in Crawford County was the 2019 Energy Efficiency Award for Excellence. It was presented by Focus on Energy to the Langmeyer Dairy. They're one of 18 award winners recognized for their energy efficiency projects. Now, like I said, they're fourth-generation family-owned farms, Langmeyer Dairies. They do not believe in waste. This operation was one of the first dairy farms in the state to experiment with pasture-based dairying after a poor corn crop back in the drought year of 1988. Since that time, they've transitioned into the organic dairy market, put a lot of care and attention on their animals, and they want to make sure that they're providing not only quality food for their cows, but also an area where those animals are comfortable. Aside from producing organic grass-fed milk, Langmeyer Dairy has also made a pivot towards growing organic Brussels sprouts. It's just one of the items that we talked about with Joel Langmeyer from Langmeyer Dairy. First of all, talked about the receiving of the Energy Efficiency Award, and like many farmers, he was pretty humble. Uh, it feels pretty cool. I mean, I think that's the word to describe. It certainly was not something we even, on the award, was the last thing in our mind that we were uh, thinking of doing. Uh, we were going to do it regardless, you know, and uh, to get a little, you know, some help back financially from this program was fantastic. And to get the award for it, too, is, is, is pretty cool. I think, uh, uh, I think looking back, it's going to be a pretty big uh, thing to remember in the history of this project. Uh, uh, I think it has ties just how we have farmed, you know, switching to organic, you know, 20 years ago. And, uh, 
you know, our beliefs, you know, trying to be as environmentally responsible as we can be. Uh, the last thing we want to do is not be thinking of the future, you know, and uh, uh, after everything we've done in the past already, we wanted to make sure we built this uh, and be as clean and as possible and, and protect the environment the best we can, and hopefully we can do even more. Uh, but it's just something we really believe in. Joe Langmeyer from Langmeyer Dairy in Crawford County, a 2019 Energy Efficiency Excellence Award winner from Focus on Energy. Now, like I said, they have traditionally been an organic dairy farm, but this past year, year and a half, they made the change to growing organic Brussels sprouts. Langmeyer Dairy can now personally harvest, package, and ship that product through Organic Valley. And Joe explains that that's not where it ends. They expect to continue to expand in that kind of diversified agriculture. Uh, that's a dream, and not just produce, but, uh, you know, maybe some fruits and nuts, and uh, we'll see. Uh, that's certainly been the dream, but uh, we had to start somewhere, and this was uh, the right, I think, the, without a long, without going into the long story of how it came about, uh, this was the first big step, and uh, hopefully we can continue. Joe Langmeyer says as far as the expansion project was concerned, it was tough. You remember 2018 was a lot like 2019. Uh, we had halfway decent growing season, but then a real tough time when it came to the harvest. And Joe Langmeyer says that's part of the reason why they're so happy to have the partnership with Focus on Energy. I think the the incentive was the financial incentive was probably number one, but it, certainly working with the well, with the guys and, and filling out the paperwork and stuff was uh, just fantastic. I mean, easy to work with, and you couldn't ask, especially going through everything we went through last year. So much stress to have a nice, easy, you know, and, and it was great to work with so many people. But still, there's so many things going on. The last thing you want is something that's cumbersome and hard to do, and it was simple and made it very easy to do. So you're uh, talking about the application. Yeah, process. the application process, and, and you know. Uh, you know, the contractor's kind of helping with pick things out. That's kind of who we work with more than the advisors, mm-hmm. actually. But, yes, I will, yeah, we've, we've definitely uh, we've looked into things before. We've, you know, we've looked into solar before, and we, we looked into it through folks on energy and uh, just never was able to make the move. Uh, so, yeah, we were aware of them, and uh, uh, we, got, we probably almost forgot about it. But it's one of the contractors reminded, Gunner, Runner Electric reminded us, and that's when we got the paperwork and uh, got, it, got it taken care of. That's right, Joe. It really is about ease of operation. The Focus on Energy advisors want to make it easy on all farms and agribusinesses to get involved with the program. The Focus on Energy advisor walked through Langmeyer Dairy and their Brussels Sprout packaging facility and noticed that if they installed a variable frequency drive or a VFD, it would control the motor speed on the conveyor systems and the packaging equipment they were using for the Brussels Sprouts assembly line. It not only required relatively little as far as disruption in the processing, but they cut energy use between 30 and 40 percent. Uh, Langmeyer Dairy also installed energy-efficient LED lighting thanks to their Focus on Energy advisor. And Joe Langmeyer says, really, it's a cakewalk. It's a no-brainer for other farms and agribusinesses to look at what Focus on Energy can provide them. Oh, I'd say do it. <laughs> it uh, there was no downside at all. I mean, it's just, uh, it's going to, you know, all the light, you know, all the stuff is going to pay us back big time. Uh, and it just doesn't make sense not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my mind, in our mind.
Congratulations again to Joe Langmeyer from Langmeyer Dairy, fourth generation farmers in Crawford County that were named one of the 2019 Energy Efficiency Excellence Award winners. A record number of entries this year, and that is fantastic to see. Now, it was recognized not only by Focus on Energy, but also Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes made a trip out to the farm, and he says that Langmire Dairy is a perfect example of what they would like to see more farms and agribusinesses do. Take a look at energy efficiency programs around them to mitigate some of the things you can't control, like weather. Well, absolutely. Uh, And my office uh, made sure that we are going to be focusing on the core issues of equity and sustainability, making sure uh, that our practices here in the state, one, reflect our values, two, always have in mind the next generation. And with the governor's initiatives, uh, we want to focus on the three S's, which is sustainability, uh, stewardship, and science. Uh, And you see all three of those values being reflected here uh, and what's going on here uh, at Langmire Dairy. So with that being said, we want to encourage it as much as possible. We want to replicate these types of models uh, that promote sustainability all across the state because that's how we move forward. And when you look at uh, the unfortunate trajectory of uh, dairy farming in the state of Wisconsin, uh, this is how we this is how we beat the tide and reverse the trend. You know, I'm hoping that we can work together to uh, combat some of the biggest crises that we're facing here. And the environment is one of those biggest crises. And when you have uh, our farming community that can be a part of, uh, well, they have to be a part of, of, of changing the tide, just like everybody else. Uh, we all have a role to play. Uh, but here you see that uh, actually in practice. And with that being said, it shouldn't be a, 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 it shouldn't be a partisan issue. This is uh, an issue uh, of our society, uh, the biggest issue facing our society, facing uh, humanity when you look at climate change. And unfortunately, we've had these unseasonable, or this unseasonable weather that's produced flooding that's making it very difficult for people to grow. Uh, that has an impact, and we have a responsibility uh, to mitigate that impact. Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, one of the special guests at Langmire Dairy during their special presentation of the 2019 Energy Efficiency Excellence Award presented by Focus on Energy. Remember, any farm, any agribusiness in Wisconsin can tap in to the energy savings available and the expert advice on hand with our Focus on Energy advisors. Very simple to do. Jump online, focusonenergy.com, or call them toll-free, 800-762-7077, and let them know that you're interested in their agribusiness program. It definitely could pay off. Well, that's all the time that we've got for a final Friday morning. I'll see you at the Dane County Fair. Good luck to our friends at the Fond du Lac County Fair, the Green County Fair, and the Marquette County Fair.